0: And now, back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive Drugs, analysis. Right, 394 dragon heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon here with my former teammate, former roommate at the University of Rhode Island. Mr. Sean Anderson. Sean is in a silly, goofy mood on a Friday, wearing his glasses and his hat. How are we doing today? Sean?
0: Why do I have to be in a silly, goofy mood? Because I'm I'm wearing just what I'm wearing.
1: Because you're why does inside, it have to
0: be silly and goofy?
1: You're inside, and we're taping this at 1:15 on a Friday. Yes. And you're again, you're inside doing that. And but by my bigger point is that last Look, episode the last episode okay. we did together the mailbag i did one on my own the last mailbag congratulations we did, you, were ha- you were half asleep and you were in you were down bad mode and then now you, it's friday and you i resent being half
0: i resent you saying me being half asleep i i resent a that
1: little bit, you were a little bit happy the energy did like you a poll see on the face twitter. that you made at the end of the show i would like a poll on twitter Colin and we I'm asking you to to make this poll was Sean half asleep the last episode the last mailbag episode we did
0: hey you go brain dead sometimes and just start staring into the sky so I don't want to hear it from you also a lot of confusing questions were being asked so maybe if you were I a was a little you have to I admit was stumped, you were a little
1: bit groggy I was to, a little were,
0: bit groggy I'll admit I was a little bit groggy a little bit groggy but no less groggy than you are every single time we tape the show. Every single time we tape, Joe is either uh, putting out work fires or he's groggy too.
1: Well, I am the one that comes more, into the show man, filled man, 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 vinegar man, 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 ready man, 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 to rip man, man. That's man,
0: man, man, man. what but I do. Joe more, does the intro, and then he clocks out. He says, more, okay, <laughs> punch card. I did my job. More importantly, Sean, I set up ahead. every show outline Sean, and I do you set mind us up picking to me up off the ground and, and carrying me for no, 25 no, minutes. No, That's no. what
1: happened. Did you add any quarterbacks to this list? I don't think yeah, so. I, I did the necessary you research to, to pull these quarterbacks. So today's episode you got a good list. we're hey, talking about getting some in of Sean's awesome, awesome elite film <laughs> analysis
0: today. How about how about Sean actually was doing some work trying to actually give a good breakdown?
1: I'm surprised you usually don't watch any film. I watch you plenty watch, of film. very selective. You watch film when you decide to. So today, as That's I was true. just screaming about, we're going to talk about the 2022 FCS quarterbacks, the best quarterback. So I, I said this on Twitter that the way we were going to do it was formulating a top five, and I decided against that because there's a lot of guys that come into the equation. So I think the more entertaining exercise was, here is the elite tier, which we have seven guys, and here is the great tier, which are the guys that are on the cusp that could take that next step this upcoming season. So we're gonna break those those two tiers down.
0: Sure. Um, also, please don't threaten uh, suicide when talking about quarterbacks. That's just something that I think we don't endorse when it comes to this show.
1: Oh wait, Sean, we have to. I have to address something that we.
0: <laughs> what else uh, is this? An address? Uh, you're addressing something off of what I just
1: addressed. No, no. no it, it reminded me of something here. I need to. I need to. I need <laughs> because to find it.
0: I was sent a tweet from one of our good listeners.
1: <laughs> I don't said it to do you. That. And it was yes. just, uh, Dan, man, I think that. was who it was. I, I understand he was trying to be funny, <laughs> but like I said to Deshaun, I was like, what do I say to this man? We're like, we love, we love our listeners, but like <laughs> melons we, on the list then, man, but you're not going to like where we put them. <laughs> we don't, and we can't have
0: that roaming around in our feeds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can't. Um,
1: Sean, so before we get to the quarterback list, I I got uh, every once in a while we get some snail mail messages and they Uh get sent directly to the Believe admin account. And so every once in a while, Bron or or Cam will forward me an email message that was directed at us. And according to Bron yesterday when I was talking to him, apparently our show gets the most amount of these out of anybody. (laughs) Like, what do you mean by like? like just no people. one else sends we just have like all these people from North Dakota and stuff that send emails. No one else does that for any other show. <laughs> like questions? Do we have just an official email account for the show? Not can for we us. It, uh, we might need to. I, I think can we build, build one.
0: I'll build okay. Here's okay. what we'll do. If you if you're if you're someone that's not on Twitter but you're listening to the show, I'll build a Gmail account where you can email your questions into. It's very easy. We'll make it we'll make it FCS at gmail.com or something like that, and then we'll announce it. And then that's if if you're not going to tweet in your stuff, we we don't need to spam up the Believe admin um, email account. So we'll have an official show email account.
1: But so this this comment that was sent to me and I was at the gym when it when it was sent to me and I'm like, oh, what do you know? Someone who didn't listen to the episode, but just commented on the title. So here's the here's the message we received. Um, Can an FCS all star team win an FBS bowl game? Do you really follow the FCS? North Dakota State beat Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa. We need all-stars that politics, which that statement doesn't make. I can't even decipher what he was trying to say there. Sure. 17 national championships is reality. That is the most hardo North Dakota State response that we could have <laughs> yeah. possibly gotten, first of all. But second of all, if you listen to the freaking episode, it was we were talking specifically about a, a New Year's Six Bull team. That was what we were talking about. No shit that you beat Kansas and Kansas State, which are mediocre programs. Uh, There there are so many instances where mediocre Power 5 programs have lost. We were talking about a very different instance. Yes. 17 national championships. That's reality. Dial it back, buddy.
0: (laughs) That's so goddamn funny (laughs) that that you're having to get forwarded North Dakota State hate mail. (laughs)
1: I don't even know if it's,
0: it's just like, it's at least I, we love everybody reaching out. We love it. The, the listener I interaction like, I don't like stuff the like past that. month like, has been great. Listen but to, the, to that, the show. Listen to the show before because we agreed, we had a universal consensus,
1: and I don't know what podcasts brought into it. Like what <laughs> The we're word, on your side. The word politics was in the statement. Like, oh, God. I bet it was the guy that we we interacted with indirectly when we were at the South Dakota State game. You think that was him? The guy with the Walmart shoes? Yeah. Oh, oh that guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he he was a silly goose.
1: Silly goose. Okay. Rod, Sean. By the way, I realized last show I had to cut it out. Did you almost I call s- me Ron? I, I, was, <laughs> I almost called you Brian. Last oh. show, last show I I led the the show in uh, as the believe in NFL draft prospects pod and you didn't even notice it. So you can't tell me I didn't me that catch you it. Oh, I, def- yeah, I might have been a little groggy. Yeah, you were definitely a little groggy. <laughs> um Sean my my cold streaks over for betting. Oh, is it? I, I I bet on the Celtics who are the underdog and my bet hit.
0: So you were using okay, you never stop pounding sand for for betting on the Celtics, but it, just because it's an inherent route for the celtics and we yeah. don't root for the celtics in this household but i'm assuming you did it at betonline.ag i
1: did it on betonline.ag oh i oh, should okay. be showing my balance <laughs> what are you
0: doing did you put it did you put it up the? i'm pulling up the read like okay i'm waiting oh uh, no to give I, the... I showed
1: it to the camera but then you can kind of see my balance which is only twenty dollars <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a lot more <laughs> All right, go ahead. Well, Joe's cold streak has ended.
0: Mine has not. Um, But since Joe's cold streak has ended, uh, that is a a rare encouragement from the boy to go to Bet Online and place some wagers down on the NBA playoffs, which is really starting to heat up. Shut up, clever. Um, Don't forget the MLB is back as well. (laughs) Who you picking to win the World Series?
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. You are in a silly goofy mood.
0: <laughs> I knew you wouldn't let me get away with the heat joke. Um, <laughs> whatever. There's a lot of really good sports on. NHL playoffs is going on. Um, how about you take the over in every single Calgary game for the rest of the year? How about you take the over in that? Joe, you saw they won, They scored nine goals
1: in game yeah, one. Yeah, I, I, um, I was...
0: matched the over on that.
1: I had that in the, on in the background, and I just kept looking up and like, wait, they're getting close. They're getting close in this game. <laughs> right. That was a good game. No, it was a fantastic game. But BetOnline is your continued
0: source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code believe that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: And I just placed two bets while you did that read. It's that freaking
0: easy. I just placed two bets while you did that. Oh, during read. my babble, you were able to, to yeah. just go to the website and place a couple bets.
1: Yeah, I, I took uh, I took Dallas to cover six points, and then I also took them the money line because the odds were pretty good on for money line. It was like two something plus okay. two something. Dallas are favorites or not favorites? They're not favorites. They're six six point oh. dogs. <clears> okay, <throat> I don't mind, okay. that. I don't mind right. that. I don't mind the six point dog. Sean, wow, ten minutes. We're back to our old ways. Ten minutes I in, and we haven't said a goddamn word about FCS football. So, the way that we broke this up, as I indicated, is I created an elite tier, and I, I have to emphasize here: I did research on this. I spoke to people. Um, I we obviously know who my most reliable source for the opinions on these things, which, which is Ryan Roberts, my co-host, and he gave me some tidbits on some guys that he think are very, very underrated and some that could have some really explosion-type seasons this upcoming year to formulate the elite tier list and then the great tier list, which the great tier list, all it is, is guys that are really good, but they're just not not there yet. And I, I didn't want to put them in there because they just need to do a little bit more for me before they can get into, right. into that category. So the full list, and I don't really want to like necessarily go through these one by one, but I want to just kind of get our, our thoughts on the group overall because it's a really talented group. For these quarterbacks, the the guys that I put into the elite group, Carson Camp from South Dakota, Cam Miller from North Dakota State, Mark Gronowski from South Dakota State, Shadur Sanders from Jackson State, Tony Musket from Monmouth, Tim DeMarat from Fordham, and then Trey Self from Stephen F. Austin. I want to talk about Camp first, and you got a chance to watch him. There are murmurs that Camp could be a, a true riser, in this group of guys. He had a really underrated season last year and the South Dakota state or sorry, the South Dakota team returns a lot of really important players on that, on that offense. So camp is somebody who I firmly think is going to have a really, really big year. And some listeners and especially for the South Dakota state fans are probably like, what the hell is he doing on this list? The right. kid's going to have a really good year this upcoming season.
0: Yeah, I was watching camp uh, today. I watched camp Miller, Grinowski, uh Sanders, I guess the thoughts on Shepard and Mellet also, but Um, one thing I saw from him his improv improv skills in the pocket is something that always is drawing the eyes. If you're, if you're watching his tape, you know, escaping the pressure, getting out and making a play, uh, that doesn't happen if he can't always keep his eyes downfield, which is what he does. There are really great scramblers in college football and the NFL and wherever you're watching a quarterback, like, oh man, he could escape really good. And then he ran for four yards, uh, camp escapes really well. And, but he's never not looking downfield for his open receiver. so he makes a great escape and then he makes a first down and he, he's able to stay composed even with with the, the, the to have the presence in that pocket when it's collapsing to not look at your ankles or knees or what uh, three tech that's just bearing down on you because you know you're gonna make a miss and then you know you're gonna get out of there and make the throw. really, really impressive. Uh, that's something that I am going to keep on looking at uh, while watching Carson Camp this year. Uh, it's, it's, it's really impressive just because that's such a pro trait to have because you just, so if you're a quarterback, you're just, you're always looking, always looking jittery, jittery, jittery. He just gets the ball downfield and he's always looking for the right option. And, uh, he makes the right decision a lot of times.
1: Right. And you might notice folks that there is a lot of comparisons to the guys that we put into the elite group. There's only one guy that I think doesn't fit this description, which is Tim Damarat, which uh, I'm going to talk about in a second the group of guys that we picked here that is being self musket sanders granowski miller and camp they all have those improvisational skills they have that true athlete profile in their game that's what makes in today's modern college football and especially to be considered to be an nfl draft prospect that is what separates guys from the rest it is no longer an era where you can have guys that are statues that dominate it or not so much that they can't dominate, but they're not going to be held in as high of a regard as the guys that are accurate, have strong arms, but most importantly can throw off platform, can throw on the run. He's got a wicked sidearm. Oh yeah. He's got a really, really good sidearm. And honestly, the one guy on here, just to kind of pimp, Pick pick out a couple of these guys individually. The one guy on here that I, I'm really the most intrigued by is Mark Gronowski. and I this is somebody who that might get some pushback for being on this list because he didn't play last year. Um, ended up finding out it was it was a knee injury that we misquoted him on, but he is coming back fully recovered from that. Maybe he has some limitations with his movement, but the dude showed how good he was. This wasn't a player that stepped in for a brief period of time. And took some time to to get going. He hit the ground running really early on at South Dakota State. And I think that he is going to take that next step, especially with the guys around him, like Jackson Yankee, like Isaiah Davis.
0: What I was really impressed with the most by uh, Granowski was his ball placement for his receiver. Uh, So if he had a tall tight end, he was able to throw the ball up exactly where it needed to be. He's throwing right at the helmet. He doesn't need to go at the chest because the DB is at the chest. And you got a tall guy throw it up, and then he's doing that, and he's putting it exactly where it needs to go. I wish his motion could get a little quicker. I, there's mm-hmm. some things that every quarterback in this uh, in, in our group could improve on. I wish he had a quicker release, but also I'll sacrifice at whatever half the millisecond, whatever, whatever that point is, for him to be able to deliver the ball right there, for him to del- deliver it right over the head, over the DB, right for for Yankee to be able to catch it. It's perfect, Yankee, he, Yankee. Pardon me, Yankee. Uh, to be able to 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 haul it down. Only He puts it only where his receiver can get it. And sure, I'll, I'll take that 10 times out of 10. I'll take it. I really like his delivery. I really like where he puts the ball.
1: It shouldn't be a hot take, by the way, for Shadur Sanders to be on here. The kid was so dominant last year. And for him, to, he's going to ascend and take that next step, I truly believe. He was somebody who was highly recruited by bigger programs and made that decision to come play for Jackson State. The one I'm sure outside of the North Dakota State fans that some people might want to unearth my thoughts on Cam Miller. I have to say that Miller still I think there are things I need to get more from him. He is a really good athlete, he's a pretty good he's a pretty good runner. What deterred me last year for him is his ability on third and long and watching him struggle in those situations and he showed improvements for that. During the playoffs was important, but the big reason why he makes the list, I would be a jackass if I didn't include him, if we didn't include him in the elite tier after the kid just won a national championship game. I think right. his first full year as a starter is going to be very exciting to watch.
0: I'm, I am I I think the third and long, uh, his arm strength is going to hinder him there, and that's just what's going to happen unless he gets a stronger arm, starts really working that it's just more difficult to get that ball farther. Uh, But with Cam Miller watching his film, I liked, didn't love, but liked his decision making process when he was in the pocket and he was going through his reads. It seemed like he was making the correct decision, which that's what I need a quarterback to do. I don't think Cam Miller's Miller's ever going to really light it up. I don't think he's ever going to go crazy for, you know, 600 yard game. None of that. I think he's going to make the right decision. And that's all North Dakota State needs because they are going to maul you on the ground and they're going to have a quarterback that's going to put them in the best uh, situation to keep the line moving. They're going to grind you out on long, long drives and you can't do that with a quarterback that's taking reckless chances. You can't do that with a quarterback that's throwing interceptions. Cam Miller protects the ball and he gets it to the right guy. So with that, it's a really good fit for North Dakota State and, and, and North Dakota State also so spoiled in recent years with Trey Lance and, and, and Carson Wentz, where you're like, ah, this is a really
1: elite. And they this- also had Quincy Patterson, who got beat out by by Cam Miller, who was previously right. a four-star recruit at Virginia Tech.
0: They're spoiled, and now you're going to have to sit here and watch a little more boring quarterback play, but it's going to be fine because he is, the at this juncture, the best quarterback for your situation.
1: The next two guys that I, I would like to acknowledge coming from smaller programs, I'm sure some people might be asking themselves, well, who are these guys? Why did they make it on here? Tony Musket, pro traits guy, uh, fits that mold of what we're talking about. A little bit of a leaner quarterback, but has been talked up as an early riser, potential riser. He fits in that category with camp. He also has the best quarterback name. I think I've, I've one of it's the best a great out- quarterback name. Yeah, outside of it, General it, Booty, it is one of the best. It's him and Jackson Dart, I'd say. Jackson Dart, General Booty, Tony Musket. But Tim yeah. Damerat last year had a really good season in the uh, the Patriot League. He threw for 31 touchdowns and 3,000 yards, which is huge. But according to Ryan, this is a guy who has a, a draftable grade likely going into, into next year. He could be like a late you know, sneaks his way into the in into the end of the, the, the draft type of a pick.
0: It'll be interesting to see. I I like I like Musket. I think he's got quick feet. I think he he starts his play that he's he starts his play faster than other quarterbacks do, which is sometimes a, a big tell for the defense. Uh like if he's if he's rolling left or right, his foot is already moving that way, which if you're gonna use it for misdirection, fine. That's a good asset to have but I wish you would be, okay, sit, go, snap, sit, go. Let, let them take a second and then go. Not, all right, here's the play that we're running. We're going to run this and um, and move on from there. But, I mean, it's a bright spot. Uh, and then uh, Demorat, I got to watch some film on him and get a, mm-hmm. a more detailed uh, analysis. Uh, but, I mean, I'll trust the, the grade. If, if Ryan, I think at this point, if he's saying a guy to keep your eye on, that's a guy you keep your eye on because he doesn't necessarily miss a lot when it comes to the quarterbacks.
1: All right, let's talk about this other tier. So again, I have to reiterate these guys that are good, but we haven't gotten to that next step for the three guys that made the list this category, Xavier Shepard, Tommy Mellett from Montana State, Xavier Shepard from Kennesaw State, and then Reese Udinski from, from Richmond. Tommy Mallett, we have to address first. I need to clarify here. I think he's a fantastic quarterback, and I sure. know, I know our Montana State fans are, are probably like, "What did you say?" Yeah. <laughs> I have to be perfectly clear. Here. The only reason why I couldn't put him in the elite list is because he started a limited amount of times, and it was really only for that playoff stretch. Yeah, I, I need you need the full I- Monty. I need the full season before I can commit to him. I I do not like People are not going to like this, but that's fair. I, I, I I'm on your side here, brother. I do not like to 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 get ahead of myself. And I do it all the time with with prospect analysis. Now that I'm doing like more deep dives on prospects for the other show, I do it all the time. I get ahead of myself, but like he is a really really freaking good player for this team. But I worry this upcoming season with multiple losses on their offensive line. Yeah, a lot of undersized players also stepping in and under uh, guys that lack experience stepping in. I, I I'm a little bit worried on what if he'll be limited this upcoming season. I don't think he's a, he, he doesn't deserve to be in the conversation, but that's why I made the second tier of he's good, but I just need a little bit more. I just need to see him start a full season.
0: I I understand that, and I completely understand why you will put uh, Shepard in the same category also because Shepherd's doing what Cam Miller's doing. In North Dakota State. Yeah. But with that crazy ass Kennesaw State offense, you know, but he's running the, it. He's running the, it how they need to run it.
1: The thing but with Shepherd, Right. The thing with Shepherd is that he is a really good athlete. And Fantastic. I think like he made one of the All American lists as an athlete. I need more from him as a passer. Yeah. And same, it's kind of the same vein as, as Mellet. Mellet's the better passer than than Shepard is, but that's kind of why those two are there.
0: Yeah. But it's it's 1A, 1B there. I mean, she- uh, Mellet was, was running all over the place during his, uh, the, the playoff stretch so mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly fair um, and I think that a rational Montana State fan would understand let's get a full season out of this guy you know let's 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 figure out what we really have and that's what the coaches are saying that's what spring ball is for and then the full season that's when we can f- make a uh, uh, jackassery uh, predictions and analysis off of that it's it's hard for us to do it on a, on a very short sample size which is what we've done before, but I think we're trying to stray away from that a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to go too all in, uh, the last one, Reese Udinski, the reason why he made this one, I think should be for more obvious reasons. So I'm going to double check this. So I don't sound like a jackass. After I say it, he was previously at VMI. He transferred to Maryland and then he transferred back to Richmond after he didn't get on the field at Maryland. Obviously he wasn't going to start over, uh, uh, Talia Tagavailoa, who I think is terrible by the way I watched his film he is horribly overrated I caught a good Um, amount of that Maryland Maryland season last year he is not a good quarterback but Udinski I obviously can't put him into the category because he hasn't played at the FCS level and also hasn't really played in a good amount of time but Udinski was somebody who was talked about as a pro prospect as one of the better underrated quarterbacks uh, he was uh, was very, very good when he was at VMI.
0: Yeah, 27 starts at VMI. Um, you, you look that up and confirm uh, that? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, he was at VMI from 2017 to 2021, Maryland 2021 season, and then Richmond. So he's
1: a uh, freaking big dude,
0: by the way. Yeah, 6'4", four, four, 220. 220. Yeah, all right. I mean, he's got to keep an eye on. And also, Richmond, a little better than we all expected last year. Let's see if they can uh, keep it up because... I don't know about you. I, I thought they were just kind of middling, at least during our mm-hmm. entire time in the CAA. And then they were making a, a pretty big late push last year. So it's a team to keep an eye on. and It's a quarterback to keep an eye on. A familiar face to the FCS fans.
1: Certainly. Sean, I think that's good note to wrap us up on. You got I else? would
0: agree. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, we could just plug uh, Hack City on YouTube.
1: Hack City on YouTube, which is almost at 4,000 subscribers. I know
0: pretty good keep on keep on sharing
1: everybody keep keep keep, keep on sharing. Uh, all right what
0: what what was that noise you just made i didn't make a noise Thank you said sharing. you said keep on sharing ah uh. <laughs> i did not yes you did holy I shit you did, did holy not. shit you did pull the tapes I c- i'll pull it pull the tapes colin
1: pull the tapes keep on sharing ah uh.